Hello, everybody, and welcome. Kevin, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Week Thanks. seven, the regular season. We made it. We're here. Another one. Yeah. Oh, no. It goes, goes by so fast. It always does. That seems to be the theme until, the like, week one, and you're like, man, it's a long season ahead of us, and then it's over. Yeah, and the off season just drags, too. Yeah, but... it does. Maybe we that, won't have as long of an offseason. Who knows? Maybe saying, we'll have other things to do. I think there will be other things to do. Ooh. Ooh <laughs> spicy little teaser to offseason <laughs> activities. Yep. All right, so we got to kind of make this segment snappy because we got a lot to get to in this episode. So 840 of the week seven, we started with a shotgun and flag nino game, we which did. in my opinion uh, probably could have been a good B championship matchup. Oh, yeah. Uh, both teams have the bodies for it, the talent. Um, well, you played, you know. Yeah, it was a Let's definitely a preview matchup, maybe. I mean, two top B teams, I would say, not just being biased because it's my team, but strong bodies, a little bit of vet experience. Uh, the top two passing quarterbacks of the year, I think, in touchdowns. Timmy led the league, tied with Dane, and then Chris Burns was second in, in the league. We had 22. Right. Timmy ended with 26. Right. So. They're both slinging it. So oh, all yeah. sorts of receivers all over the place. Dre racking up catches. Yeah. Hamilton racking them up. You had a bunch. Riley Cody at five to end the season at 44. Uh, Jason Michelini had 10. Yep. Yeah, also right. two battle of yeah. Ironmans. Two Ironmans oh, right yeah. there. Riley and... Cool. And, and uh, I almost said Timmy again. Jason, I'm sorry. I say <laughs> Timmy every single time I see you. Every time. Jason and Steve, both top Ironman award contenders. So this game had a mix, a perfect mix for just championship preview. But it went so down... Great. All the way to the uh, wire. Fast forward to the end of the game. Yep. Three seconds left. David Hamilton gives you guys the lead. You're up 18 to 13 with like, what, a minute and a half left? Yeah. Flagnado's driving. Fourth down from the 25. Yeah. And then... And I think three seconds left, and they draw up a, a tricky wide receiver. It looked like it was going to be a wide receiver screen. The Philly and, special. And, Yep, Philly steps, yeah, literally. And then Timmy yep. bounced outside, wheeled up the sideline, and I honestly don't even know who, who threw it. Riley? Riley threw it. Yeah, Riley uh, threw it. Just kind of blacked out after I saw him there. Uh, he was, nobody covered him wide open. No, just it, like... was just a, it was just a perfect, perfect play call. We mm-hmm. didn't see it coming. There was three seconds left, so last play. And, I mean, all to him, it was a great play. Played mm-hmm. Nato wins by one. Yep. All right, moving on to the next game. Most Wanted America's Children. 15-0 was the game. Most wow. Wanted. Yeah, it was... Uh, neither of us were taking part in this game, obviously, so don't, we don't have much intel. But um, Most Wanted, I could. they didn't have most of their people. They only had a roster of five guys. Okay. So, And one of them was not their quarterback. I looked over, I saw Alex uh, throwing the ball. And that's not great when you oh. have your... No. Best receiver who was only 12 catches away from the record. Yeah. So Look, sadly, man. he didn't get that. Sadly for him, he didn't get that. Lucky for Jerry. That's terrible. But, um, yeah, America's Children, 
came out and got a nice win at the end of the year. Jesse had eight catches to end with 35, putting himself in the most improved category. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Be a career high. It's a career high in receptions for I think so, yeah. Definitely. And the thing I thought was funny is when I looked at the score sheet, we had Dan do it. Uh, he wrote down the jersey numbers for America's Children. Pat yeah. was number five. Scally was number five. Jesse was number five. Corey was number five. <laughs> yeah. Jason, number five. Landry, number five. Sean, number five. Must have been really confusing if you don't know these guys. Yeah. But we know them, and they're all repping Jesse's number. So yeah. I love it. But congratulations, America's Children, for beating Most Wanted to not be the last seed. Yeah, that was no. battle for the eight seed. Not to be yep. the eight seed. So tell me a little bit about the 935 game between Rod and Shake and Bake. This one, again, a championship preview, but in the A's. Um, this one, uh, Rage came out with five. They only had five to start. Um, oh, well, I got nine guys written down here. Yeah. So they, all started, they all started trickling in slowly. I'm thinking, like, within five minutes into the game, they were all oh, there. Yeah. Um, but it was just a, it was just a, a battle. I thought it would be an offensive battle, um, but it was the complete opposite. I think both quarterbacks so, went through two touchdowns. D mm-hmm. and uh, Tayshon, I mean, they were the the offensive powerhouse is just get Tayshon on the ball and he makes makes yeah. things happen. I noticed he's finally so we've had the jump rule in for what eight nine seasons now a long and time. It, yeah. Every time somebody jumps, like you can't jump, you can't yeah. jump. So it's finally uh, becoming you know like people know that you can yep. jump now. Yeah, and I notice every time Tayshon gets it, he just leaps yeah, he above starts... everyone. Yeah, and yeah. that's picking I mean, up 15, it could be yards. dangerous because he can jump real high. Um, yeah. but I mean, it's legal. Catch them if you can. If you can just catch them, hold them. I mean, it'll we'll, we'll <laughs> call it we'll call it dead if you catch a guy jumping in the air. But yeah, he's finally catching on the rules and taking advantage of it. But down the down the line, shake and bake just had a little little too much offense going. Um, I'm trying to think. I think there was there was actually no interception. So, again. There weren't. So I'm looking. It says um the second half. Jay got a lateral to Austin for Austin's second touchdown of the game to go up 19 to 6. And then they got the extra point to go up 20 to 6. And then with 50 seconds left, Vinagro got a uh, caught a touchdown. Yeah. To within eight. Yeah. So it was too little too late. Was that is that correct? Yeah, that was, was just time garbage line? time. Yeah, they scored yeah. garbage time. They thought they could go for a money ball, but they were yep. still already down by eight, so well, they used the money ball they, last week. Yeah, I was going to say they already used it, so or two weeks it was ago. it was over there, and that's that's when we that's when we called it when they scored. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was twenty to six, kind of the whole game. I think it was twenty to six at halftime. Uh, I got thirteen to six at halftime. Oh, thirteen to six. Okay, yeah. so then the the lateral play was what put them up twenty. Gotcha. Um, I think it was off. Yeah. So. It was well, a good one. Rod knows regular season doesn't matter. Anyways, it's just yeah, exactly. Seeding. I could tell all both sides kind of knew that they're just yeah. kind of preparing themselves for what each other would see in the playoffs. But I was shaking bacon ended up pulling a pulling away eight point win. So little did we know that that game would essentially clinch the number one seed because 
in the next game, Suicide Squad played Hit Squad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. There was, there was a game in the middle. We'll get to that after. But yeah, it, uh, you did this game as well. But it was low scoring, thirteen to twelve. Mm-hmm. Very low scoring. Um, Suicide Squad only showed up. They only had five people. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did have Mel. They did have uh, Ronnie was there. He made, he made a couple plays. Um, it, this one was actually crazy. It was a close game. Halftime, I think it was six to six. It was six to six most of the game. Let's see, um, six six, and then with one fifty two left, Ronnie yep. scores. Yeah, one fifty two left. Ronnie scored. Um, that made it twelve to six, mm-hmm. and then Hit Squad ended up driving down and they scored to tie it and then they got the extra point to go up by one and I think there was maybe 30 seconds left and Suicide Squad got the ball they had both their timeouts they drove down um, got the ball to like midfield no timeouts left it was the last play of the game Um, Mel at quarterback he snapped it scrambled a little bit Made stuff happen. Bombed it down to Ronnie. Uh, the ball was in the air. It felt like forever. And then Ronnie jumped up, grabbed it. But the slick terrain, the wet field, the wet grass, it fell right out of his hand. He had Ronnie uh, had the game winner. It fell right out of his hands as the buzzer went up. Buzzer uh, so, hit squad held on. They won by one point against uh, undefeated Suicide Squad. So that there, with that loss by Suicide Squad, that clinched the one overall seed for Shake and Bake, despite their matchup later on. Yeah. Yep. So in the middle, we just wanted to keep the continuity going there to get to that game. So in the middle, we had a Raiders Nightmare game, which was very, uh, I don't know, blah in a way. The Raiders came out playing like the Raiders of old, not the Raiders of Fall 21. I mean, they seem to do that from Baldwin's there. Yeah, Baldwin, another pair of interceptions. Uh, Nightmare just couldn't get it going. They're missing a couple pieces too, but uh, don't want to use that as an excuse. But they uh, were pretty much getting shut out the entire game until a minute 20. Tyler Gagne scored a touchdown to prevent the goose egg. But Raiders, uh, there's too many guys to point to here. Uh, Baldwin had a touchdown, a 55-yard touchdown, and two interceptions and would have been a third interception uh, none of them called back on a defensive oh. penalty uh, so he would have had three interceptions Pat Nelson had a pair of sacks Doyle caught his second touchdown of the year and Brian Pacheco another seven catches gives him 52 yes led the league I like it Dude, two years in a row he's coming and just catching 50 balls like it's nothing. yeah yeah he catches everything too his sideline catches are yeah. Fun to watch. Best footwork in the league. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, he's up there easily. All right. So we're kind of running out of time. So I got to. We got to power through these games here. Vikings scoregasms. You didn't see this game, but I did not. Uh, Vikings were playing like the Vikings, really good the whole game, and they also only played with five in a oh. new guy. And the scoregasms, of course, played with five. Enrico uh, stepping in oh. for his first career blitz game. Nice. Uh, so it was 1914 and a half. Let's see. Jerry scored his hundredth touchdown of his career for Scorgasms. Then Walkley, then Jerry again. And then for the Vikings, Adam, Adam, 
Johnny Sr. 1914 and a half. Vikings up. Then the second half, Walkley went up over everybody, as usual, for mm. his second touchdown. And then uh, they go up 21 19. Uh, let's see. And then Jake hits Johnny to go up 25 21. And then with three minutes left, Walkley gets another touchdown to go up 28 25 to win. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was a back and forth battle. Nash on the Vikings, two sacks. Who to thunk it? Wow. The big guy. Right? Big I mean, guy so, sneaking in. Yeah. I mean, the big guys always get you. They throw their hands up, and then you panic and can't throw it, and then bring it back so, in to scramble, and they get you. So because of that, the scoregasms held on to the number seven, uh, six seed in the A's because the Raiders also won, and the scoregasms beat the Raiders, so they had the tiebreaker. Uh, uh, interesting. Yeah. So next game was the Phantoms Battle Toads. Yeah, I this battle toe is very short-handed as well. Yes, yeah, very short-handed. I think, I think they had six, but yeah, both their their six, starting quarterback yeah. and their backup quarterback wasn't there. Their best yeah. receiver wasn't there. So, I mean, they battled. They played their best. They tried their hardest, but the Phantoms came fully squatted. I think they had like twenty-seven people on their roster. Yep, I'm um, counting. They had the fifty-three-man roster. They were all there. <laughs> Oh, except yeah, for Edwin. So, so 52. Uh, Muzzy, I know Muzzy went off. Dean had, I think, eight catches, f- three touchdowns, a couple, like, three interceptions. I see this, yes. Uh, f- yeah, he had a day. I mean, yeah, he's up there for Player of the Week nominations. Um, but it was just all fans of this game. They controlled About every damn time. Feed him the ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what he kept saying, too. Give him the ball. That's a Give tall, tall man. Especially but when yeah, he's being guarded by, no offense, Kepka and Glassman. Yeah, this is probably yeah. the shortest team in the league, so they can <laughs> advantage. Yeah. yeah, Fandoms took that one easy, 31 nothing. Easy peasy. And then the second to last game of the day was Shake and Bake Suicide Squad. Uh, quick syn- syn- synopsis of this game. Suicide Squad's, Suicide Squad's up 28-14. D's on the sideline for Rage being saying, Mel, we got to go. We got a tournament. So mm-hmm. Mel's like, one more. One more touchdown. He gets it. Gets the extra point through 28-14. He leaves. There's like maybe five, six minutes left. And Suicide Squad just like, we got to hold on. They hold on. But they can't. Uh, Dane comes back. He hits uh, Grace for the touchdown. They get Austin gets the extra point. It's 28-21. And then 15 seconds left. Martell catches a little wow. out route to pull within one. And of course, then Martell catches the extra point to tie it. 28-28. Uh, there's one play left in the game. Orlando's playing QB. He lost a Hail Mary and it ducks. Dane, Dane picks it off. Lateral City. And then the incident in which uh, nobody knows what's right or wrong. Bang, bang, play. I get called a lot of names uh, going into overtime. And I'm like, eh, I don't feel like doing this anymore. Everyone's no. upset. Everyone's mad. There's no point to playing it. We'll just end it as a tie. Let's see what Martel's got to think about this in the next segment. Yep. It is what it is. I hope it didn't ruin anybody's day. It didn't ruin mine. No hard feelings about anybody. But let's just move on with that idea. But yeah, uh, 
a good game, nonetheless. Probably going to be a championship matchup if things play out right the way it's supposed to be. And then the final game of the day, uh, Rod and Hit Squad. Uh, yeah. This game, yeah, I literally didn't see any of this game. I mean, Hit Squads, a bunch of Hit Squads guys left um, after their first game. And then I think five of them were just like, you guys want to just stick around and see what we could do against ROD? I think they kind of knew what was coming. Um, they battled. It wasn't. It wasn't a, a slaughterhouse. Um, it was thirty-three to 13, 20 points, but it was. It was kind of what you expected. ROD didn't really put the pedal to the metal. They didn't put the, their foot on their throat. They just kind of went with the punches and uh, kind of took this one kind of easily. But it was a nice, easy end of the day. R.O.D. End of season. Point. Yep, end of the season, yeah. Last but. game of the year, Rod v. Hit Squad. Yep. All right, so that wraps up our recap for week seven. And when we come back, we're going to talk to an Iron Man, Dave, Dave Martell. Martell. Yes. Talk about Shake and Bake and talk about Shake and Bake the product as well. So stay <laughs> tuned after these messages and we will be back. Yep. Segment two with and he just joined us. Hello. Good day. What's up, sir? So Mr. Kevin. What's going on? Welcome to the chat. Finally just sitting down. We had a little crisis earlier today. Uh oh. One of the one of the tanks went so we in the house, so we had to clean up that mess. Oh no. One of the fish tanks. Oh, I thought you meant like a air tank or like a gas tank. Like no, <laughs> no a little, a little turtle, the turtle tank. So he joined the fish tank. Oh, oh no! Do they eat each other now? Is that how turtles work? I don't, I don't know anything. About <laughs> amphibious uh, life. He won't eat the, these fish because they're they're bigger, and he's he's oh, a yeah. shell turtle. <laughs> but well, that's good. Wait, so the turtle lives underwater, or is it one of those uh, half rock? Uh, when I go to the pet store, I see turtles on the in the tanks that are not in water. Nope he he's like a hundred percent in the water. Oh, he has like a floating log he sits up on every now and then. But huh? Wow, that's interesting. That we just learned something about turtles. I have no idea. <laughs> there you go. Learn something new, even if it's not football, and you're in a football pod podcast. Yeah. Learn something about turtles. Well, we're actually gonna... today. 
<laughs> We're actually going to learn other stuff today once I get these questions out for both of you guys, but we'll get to those after. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so, uh, Shake and Bake, undefeated. Season. Yep. Yeah. Six, zero, and one. With the one. Oh, Mind you, that was a little sensitive subject, but uh, let me. Since I never, I didn't really talk about it in the first part, but I'll talk about it now with you. My thought process was: uh, Suicide Squad already lost, so they had a loss to a B team, and that's the third tiebreaker. The head-to-head is the third tiebreaker, so no matter what the outcome of the game, it wouldn't matter. And I just kind of wanted to spell the situation, end it. This game means nothing, anyways, except for pride. Right. Let's yeah. not fight. Just so it this, was just better to go and move on with our lives. Yeah, just the, just the overall ending in a tie and anything just kind of doesn't sit well. But yeah. ooh, you know what's great about that? Soccer. <laughs> Most popular sport in the world is soccer, and because yeah, yeah because of ties, everyone loves right. a good tie. Right. Oh yeah. And, and and it's actually called football elsewhere, so it's the same thing. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so that's what you're thinking. Uh, so, what do you guys? Um, you play in two weeks. You gonna have your full squad? Hope. Uh, no, we won't. Uh, the reigning rookie of the year or defensive player of the year didn't make enough games this year, so we're kind of hurt that way. But oh no, I'll do. who? Well, Yogi. Yo, Mr. Yogi. How many did he make? Let me two, I think. Well, I mean, if he goes to the B playoffs, then that'll give him three. Gotcha. Yeah, and he's not really a vet. Well, Caban is at three, I believe. I don't remember the numbers off the top of my head, but if he can show up this weekend, then we can have. He can get his fourth. Yeah. He's a big game changer. I'll I'll pass that. Word, I'll pass that along. We weren't. Or maybe he'll listen. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's at three off the top of my head, but I haven't done all the games yet for you guys because I, I just worked on B's the other day, so I didn't do A's because they were second on that list. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm pretty sure Yogi's at two, and I think Kaban's at three. So you can get that. But anyways, uh, you guys will be playing the number. Eight seed, which will be the number one uh, B squad. Yep. So that could be. What do you guys see coming out of the Bs? Um. It's like it's like now number one. Flagnado's up there. Just I mean. Timmy's been great at quarterback all year. They've been defeated for a reason for the longest time. Yeah. I, I definitely put them up there as a top odd to to come out. Uh, hit squad showed a little something last week, beating Suicide Squad. Right. So they, they could possibly come out one hand. I don't know how that lines up with the seeding. Yeah, they, they got a sneaky number two seed. Yeah. Sneak in there, yeah. I haven't seen a lot of the B-game teams except for, like, the last two weeks. Um, well, uh, well, I can tell you from what we've been watching is that 
you know, all the teams can beat anyone on any day. It's very odd with the bees this year. Yeah, yep. we've seen like, it. Everybody beat everybody. Like, Flagnado was stopping everybody, and then they came back to Earth for a little bit and, like, you know, showed that they're, I mean, they're still a powerhouse of the bees, but that right. that anybody can play with them. Yeah. Uh, most Wanted's defense was, like, on point most of the whole season. So they couldn't score for a while, then they figured that out. It's, um, they knew the Phantoms. The Phantoms are the seven seed, I believe. No. I don't think so. I think they're like... No, the... America, America's Children is the seventh seed. Yeah. And America's Children, so I was starting at the bottom. Most wanted America's Children. And America's Children can do... I mean, they've upset people in the past. It's yeah. very weird the way... Oh, here, here we go. I, I, I just pulled it up now so I could kind of have it in front of me. Yep. I mean, obviously, the Toads play Nightmare. That, I think that'll definitely be a game. Mm-hmm. Nightmare is... Was in the A's to start the season. Yep. Yeah, but you guys the Toads them? are going to be without their quarterback. That's that's never a good thing. <laughs> nope. Frenchie will not be there. Interesting. So well, that's good. I won't. I'll put him on my bench for my fantasy roster this week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, most wanted place flag NATO. Yeah. So that even that could be literally. It's, I mean, and it's playoffs. Yeah. Uh, and, Different animal comes out in the playoffs for everybody, yep. I think. So, any, any given Saturday. Then you throw in the weather. Is it going to be cold, rainy? Yeah, it's supposed it's supposed to be kind of drizzly. It said few sprinkled. Are we going to have so, a day like today where it's almost seventy again? Like right. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I hope well, so. Well, if if um, history reigns true, it's going to be kind of crappy and muddy and then the eight playoffs will be a shit show yeah because that's what it's been the last like three seasons for the fall playoffs yeah yeah last year it was yeah nice rain nice rainy cold one up at benachuk yep dragging all the stuff through the snow and then the ice and then it was all puddles yeah it was awesome (laughs) (laughs) all right so we'll save this conversation for a different day. But I want Dave and Kevin to play a game. Are you guys ready? Oh, I hope so. Yeah. It's a game that I'm calling Shake It or Fake It. Oh, boy. All right. All right. So I got, t- I got 10 questions. If one of you answers wrong or doesn't know it, you can give it to the next guy. We're going to start with Dave, who's actually a member of Shake and Bake. So he's going to shake it or fake it. First question is for Mr. Martell. This breadcrumb topping was first introduced in the American public in 1965. I'll, can I, I'll pass that one right to Kevin. All right. <laughs> what was the question again? This breadcrumb topping was first introduced to the American public in 1965. Oh, no. Breadcrumb topping. Um, I was gonna, I was going to say just breadcrumbs. I don't know. I don't know the answer. Dave, you don't know it either? Um, what's the breadcrumb topping? Like, what? <laughs> the answer is shake and bake. It's a shake. <laughs> what? Oh! Oh, <laughs> oh wow. my goodness. Yeah. Right over the head. Yeah. All right. I can see it as soon as you said that. That's embarrassing. Oh, you're like, ah, oh, shake and bake. We got Dave shake and yeah. bake here. Yeah. yeah. 
We didn't right. talk. Sorry. <laughs> All right, Kevin. Do you know yep. who is Shake and who is Bake in the movie? Oh, um, I'll take yes. the actors' names I mean, or their characters. Will Ferrell and and uh, and uh, shoot. Oh boy, no, Dave. What's shoot. the other guy's name? Dale. It's Dale. Dale from Step Brothers. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't know his name. The the actor's name? John? Yes. Oh, yes, John. Ru- Ru- John, John Riley? Riley? Yeah. Yes, yeah, okay. All right, so you guys, are, I'm going to both give you each well, half point. Cal, Mr. Cal. Yep. Yeah. What was Will Ferrell's name? Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. Yeah. All right, I got another question about that movie of the two guys this is for Dave of the two guys that you just mentioned who said this are you ready there's something I want to get off my chest it's about that summer when you went away to community college I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine and I did it I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine I mean spread man I pulled my butt cheeks apart and stuff I was totally nude it was weird I mean you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name Mike Honcho but I just wanted you to know, if you can hear me, if it get into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks. <laughs> that, that was that was Cal's phrase. Yep. That was Cal's phrase. You win. Congratulations. I can see him doing like the whole skit, like right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Kevin. Yeah, I have. Uh, what is the full name of the movie? Oh jeez, <laughs> it's Talladega, Talladega Nights. I don't remember. Uh, I'm not a movie guy, so you're gonna. Oh boy, right, Dave. Dave, you can steal. Some Talladega Nights. Yeah, that was like the first half, and then it was something about Ricky Bobby. I don't remember what it was, but. All right, so we'll move on from the shake and bake questions about the movie. Sorry, all you movie heads out there. Yes. Not me. All right, uh, whose question is it? Kevin or Dave's? Uh, Dave's. Kevin's up. Oh, um, yeah. It's uh, mine because Kevin just passed. All right. What is the ideal temperature to cook poultry to avoid botulism? <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I just cooked some uh, chicken over the weekend, so I'm going to say 165. You are actually correct. It is 165 degrees. Jeez. Destroy bacteria. Look at this guy. Can't get any cold. Chef, Chef Dave yeah. over here. And you can put shake and bake on top of it, of course. Yep. All right, Kevin. Which two Blue Balls Dynasty players were named shake and bake on their jerseys? You were on that team. I was. One of the guys, we're talking to one of them. Don't fail me now. Dave and Kyle Canada. Oh, that is correct. All right, you're still in it. (laughs) Woo! Got one. Here we go. All right. The term, this is for Dave. The term, shake and bake, is a process for making this blank illegal drug. Oh. What? 
that's right. Oh, I guess you don't do this drug. This is an illegal narcotic. If you'd like a hint, I can give you a hint. Ah, uh, sure. Is it illegal? Uh, very much illegal. Says oh, I'm thinking something else. Says all the people that watch Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Oh. The yeah, crystal meth. That is correct. In traditional <laughs> meth cooking labs, you need heating chemicals and glass beakers. The shake and bake method uses a soda bottle and a lighter. The oh, more you know. thanks. Thanks for letting everybody know that, Bruce. Yeah. yeah well, kids, don't. Just went up. Uh, I can also <laughs> tell you it's a lot more dangerous doing it that way. Yes. Kids, All right. So, Dave. At home. Um, we, we got two more questions. Dave already has it locked up, but I'll give him this question. This Ugh. Brady Bunch housekeeper was the spokesperson of Shake and Bake commercials in 1981. Oh, oh no. Bra- the Brady Bunch housekeeper? Yeah. Do you know her name? I can picture her face. Oh, man. She was a I... spokesperson for Shake and Bake in 1981, Dang. which you now know that is 165 degrees. She always had to at least cook it. Oh, man. What's her name, Alice? Uh, that's what... Uh, yeah. It, it was something like that, yeah. It was Alice. Housekeeper Alice. Kevin yes. came in for the steal. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, the last question. The hardest one of them all. Oh. Has to has also do with Shake and Bake. Because it was originally caught, uh, owned by General owners general foods general foods and then now this food partnership produces it in a factory in chicago illinois the hint is the steelers field and the patriots owner got together to make this shake and bake product huh does anybody know where the steelers play heinz field hi yeah that's correct does anybody know the owner of the new england patriots Craft, craft. What is this true? It is fact. true. Yes, it is that. fun fact. Uh, so it is owned by Kraft Heinz. Kraft Heinz Kraft Heinz Kraft Heinz Kraft. Oh, I didn't know it's Heinz Kraft. Gotcha. But yeah, I didn't Robert know that. Kraft actually, Robert Kraft actually has nothing to do with that, other than the fact that yeah, it's no, I his name that. and uh, Kraft Foods, which makes your blue box macaroni and cheese. Yeah. So um, that is it, Dave. You you destroyed Kevin. Congratulations. Dang. <laughs> and you were shake and bake. Uh, I almost yes, said you were. But you were shake. I was. But he was. Dave, do you know what Kevin's name was on the back of his jersey that year? You guys had shake and bake back um, in the spring of 2013. I do oh, not I remember. I do not course, remember. I know I know Jesse Jesse Diaz had it on the back of his one here. Oh. So did Rod Smart in the XFL. Yep. Oh, he, hate, he hate me. Yes. <laughs> I remember it now, yeah. There we go. That's when yeah. Kevin was really good. Yeah. All right. I hope everybody enjoyed the shake and bake trivia. And uh, we can get back to our regular scheduled programming now. Dave, thank you so much for joining. Thanks yes. for having me, guys. It was definitely fun. 
Let's we all learn something in between turtles and crafts and shake and bakes. <laughs> and a little bit of football. And the preparation of meth. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so we'll see you on the field on Saturday. Have a good day. So. All right. See you guys later. Yeah, right, brother. Great. All right. Coming up, Kevin and I will talk about the award nominees after these quick words. See you. Bobby, I've searched all over the world for a realistic tasting prune candy. Now I finally found it. Quing Long Zhu, the Cadillacs of prune candy. Hey, whenever I'm spending time in Shanghai, Beijing, or Taipei, I like to put my feet up, get a cool glass of iced tea, and enjoy a bag of prune candy. Now, back to our program. And we're back. Last segment. We're going to do rapid fire award nominees. Yes. What everyone's been waiting for. So Kevin and I are the two main guys that saw, I'd say, roughly 95 to 98% of all these games of every minute of every game. Oh, yeah. So we've compiled our list of nominees. So we're going to start. Kevin, tell me the MVP nominees we have for the Bs. Bs. I got Flagnados, Riley Cody. Nightmares, Ivan. We have uh, Hit Squads, DJ Ramos. And Battletoads, good old Pete. Headband Pete. Pete Coates. Pete oh, Coates. Right. All right. And then how about MVP for the A's, Bruce? The MVP for the A's, we're looking at possibly a trifecta with Andrew Duval, of course. Mm-hmm. Adam Wenzel of the Vikings. Jason Charles, a.k.a. Jay Grace of Shake and Bake, and Melvin Bonilla of Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. So that wraps up the MVPs. Tell me about the quarterbacks and the Bs. Quarterbacks. Timmy for Flagnado. Mm, I don't really know how to say his last name. Mussini. Michelini. Michelini. (laughs) We got Chris Burns. From the Shotgunners. And we have Dylan LaPlante from Nightmare. Right? And what about quarterbacks for the A's? Quarterbacks for the A's, Dane Schindler, Shake and Bake. Junior Teixeira, looking for back-to-back nods for Rampage. And Jimmy Sanford for Rod. Nice, nice. nice. So let's move on to the, what do we want to do? Let's do Offensive Player of the Year. Kev, tell me the Offensive B players of the year. Offensive B players. We got, of course, Reception Leader Alex Perez for Most Wanted. We got Dre Rue from the Shotgunners. We got Craig, Tallman Craig Maynard from Flagnado. And, of course, Mr. Reception himself, Corey White from the Phantoms. All right. And what about offensive for the A's? Offensive for the A's, we're going to look at Brian Pacheco for the Raiders, Jerry Brown for the Scorgasms, Andrew Duval, of course, again, for Rampage. And you can never have Offensive Player of the Year without mentioning Deuce. 
D yes. Jennings on Rage of Doom. So that will we just did offensive. Let's do uh defensive. Defensive bees. Just give them to me. Bees. We got Mr. Chad Crockett from Phantoms. We got Ref himself, Chris. Oh boy, I don't even know how to say their last name. Quijano. Chris Quijano, Evans brother from Nightmare. We got Jason Boykin, a rookie at uh, Flagnado. And then Kepka for the Battletoads. What about a defensive for the A's? Well, for the A's, you can't mention Defensive Player of the Year without David Baldwin on the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, Tashawn Tashawn Watson on Rod. You also, here's a sneaky one. Drew Siafa on Chicken Bake. Yes. Because he's he's everywhere. Don't look at his stats. They're not good. Tackle machine. He's everywhere. Yes. And Johnny Granfield on the Vikings. Deep safety. So, what do you want to, where are we going next? Let's go uh, best center. Best center. All right. I'll give you. Well, no, yeah. Let's go A's. Give me the A's. Let's Let's mix it up. Let's go A's. All right, yep. how about the guy we just talked to, Dave Martell? Get, uh, he's all season long. Catches, oh, yeah. nice pancakes all over the place. Also, you can't mention it without Michael Vinagro yep. on Rod. Yep. Also, sneaky, sneaky one here, Anthony Marquez. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and then, yeah, and, and Joe Small, also known as Biggie on Rampage. So those, those are the A's. Give me the B's. B's? We got Jason Missilini, Timmy's bro. Yep, Flagnado. Actually, got, Jason, not Timmy. Yes, Jason. I said Jason, yeah. You got Jesse Diaz from uh, America's Children, career high in, uh, in receptions this year. And we got big boy Steve Riley. Kept, kept uh, his quarterback in, in check all year. I think he only got sacked twice. Uh, Steve Riley from the Shotguns. All right, what about, let's go rookie of the year. For the A's. Rookie of the year for the A's. This is tough. I got two Suicide Squads because that's kind of a new guy. New new, yeah. new, uh, new squad. So I got Ronnie Pena oh, yeah. on my list here. Also, Orlando De Jesus. Both their corners. Yeah. Uh, just tearing it up. And lastly, Austin Wenzel of the Vikings. Not Adam because he played last year. But yeah. Austin so lastly, let's end it with the rookies of the bees. Rookie of the bees, we got reception king Alex Perez uh, for uh, most wanted. We got Tyler Amigo. Um, I, I think them. I hope that's how you say his last name. Uh, and then we got Nick Keniston, big boy Nick on uh, Phantoms. Had a great year. Great year. Showed up every week and. Uh, Balled out for the bees. All right, so that'll do it for this segment. Tomorrow we're going to be back with a special segment. Yes, talking about the playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs, baby. All right, so that'll wrap it up this episode, and tune in tomorrow for a bonus episode. We'll be back. See you, boys. All right, goodbye, fellers. Oh, <laughs>